Hello, this is Andy Cates, Senior Economist at Tabor Analytics, and thank you for tuning in to our latest podcast. So starting with a look at the week that's just gone, it's been a disappointing one, at least for optimists about the global economic outlook. It's certainly been much easier to take the glass half empty view of the world relative to the glass half full. And that's partly because financial market jitters have resumed because of renewed concerns about funding pressures in the US banking sector. It's been noteworthy too, however, that a lot of the more forward-looking US economic data have additionally disappointed expectations and continue to flag non-negligible risks of a recession in the period ahead. Notable data points in particular here include the expectations component from the US Conference Board's Consumer Confidence Survey for April, uh, another fall in the core capex component in the March durable goods orders report, and a big decline in the pending home sales numbers for April as well. And with a nod to those funding issues, latest updates from the Fed in the meantime additionally show a fairly sharp pace of deposit outflows has been unfolding of late in the banking sector, which has found an echo too in a sharp slowdown in lending flows. The wheels of credit are turning more slowly, in other words, in part because the fuel that turns those wheels is leaking out. Where does that all leave us then in what is a very busy week ahead on both the policy front and on the data front? With respect to policy and for the record, the Bank of Japan met a little earlier on today, but with little change to the status quo on monetary policy. That's notwithstanding concerns that the new governor, Ueda, may have been tempted to modify the policy stance. All eyes in the week ahead, though, will be on the Fed, which decides rates on Wednesday, and then on the ECB, which meets on Thursday. Futures contracts currently give an 85% probability that a further 25 basis points of tightening will be enacted by the Fed next week. Judging by contracts that are dated for later this year, however, markets are expecting that to earmark the end of the tightening cycle and for the Fed to arguably acknowledge a greater degree of data dependence in its statement. As for the ECB, there's more unanimity here that policy rates will be hiked again next week, but with the market much more evenly split on whether the step-up will be 25 basis points or 50 basis points. As for economic data, the key highlights in the week ahead for the US will include the ISM survey on Monday and then the payroll report, both for April on Friday. Following holidays in many countries on Monday, Europe sees some arguably important information on the banking sector, with the latest ECB Q2 bank lending survey, together with the M3 board money data for March on Tuesday. That will incidentally arrive at roughly the same time as the flash CPI data for April. In addition to this, and in the Asian time zone, investors will be watching the April PMI data from China, which is due this weekend. Uh, And back on the policy side, the RBA's latest interest rate decision is also due on Tuesday, but with no changes expected. Finally, by by way of company news, just note that we've added some U.S. weekly retail sales data broken down by individual states in our U.S. DA database. Um, Also, just please look out for our latest newsletter, which will be published a little later on today. Thank you again for listening into this update. Please contact your sales representative if you have any questions about our service. Also know that if you're particularly interested in a certain topic, please get in touch with me directly using andy at haver.com. That's A-N-D-Y at haver.com. It would be great to hear from you. That's all from me today. Have a great week ahead.